Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am Heather, and I am the MFR Coach. A couple of days ago, someone asked a question about how to determine who your ideal client is. And I think this is a great question to ask. And if you've read my book, you will know that I have a couple of chapters dedicated to some quick thought work that you can do, some little writing prompts to figure out who your ideal client is and why your ideal client is ideal. You know, why does it matter to know who it is? You know, the quick answer is that you can work with everyone. You can be a general myofascial release practitioner, just like a doctor can be a general practitioner and not have a special specialty or specialized in something, right? You're already specialized in the myofascial release training from John, and you do know enough to help pretty much anyone. You know, as long as you feel confident in your skill level, you can do that. It's not a problem. I think people tend to make this harder than it is because you are just thinking about it too hard. What if it doesn't matter? What if you're just deciding who who or what you really love to work with, like who you love to work with or what conditions you really love to treat? You know, some people really prefer to treat people with chronic migraines and other people might be like, I don't like to do migraines. Some people might really love low backs and other people might really love shoulders. Regardless of what you love to treat, you're always treating the entire patient anyway, and you're you're never just treating a part of their body, right? So keep that in mind because this isn't traditional therapy. But yeah, like who do you picture yourself working with? Usually there is a demographic, like an age range. Maybe you only prefer working with men. Maybe you only prefer working with women. Maybe you only work with kids, or maybe you work with the geriatric population, or maybe you work for all, all of those demographics, right? That's also okay. But what are the problems that they have and what are you helping them fix? Are these people people that have money to pay for treatments or are you providing charity work? And I think it's good to know that the answer to those questions ahead of time. Do these people have time for treatment? And then like, what else do you know about these people that you want to work with? Like, what do they do for a living? Are they parents? Are they firemen? Are they accountants? I know I talk about a friend that I interviewed in the book who got really sidetracked into taking insurance claims and spent a lot of money to have the ability to process insurance claims. And when we really talked about what 
ideally he wanted to be doing, it turned out that really he wanted to work with this specialized group of psychiatrists and psychologists and counselors who were burning themselves out emotionally and physically burning the candle at both ends. And he wanted to be able to provide myofascial release treatments to them. And once he got really clear on that, then he was able to free up this time that he was spending dedicated to learning this insurance monster machine that he didn't need to be doing. And he was also okay with like letting it go that he had invested in something and it wasn't going to work out. He was like ready to just move on and move towards his goals versus getting stuck doing something that he didn't want to do. And I have to give him a lot of credit because a lot of people would be like, nope, I um, spent money on that. So I'm married to it and I'm going to do it forever, even if I'm miserable. So think about this. Like if you think that you might change your mind after going through an exercise like this and that's too much work, like don't skip the step. If you believe your ideal client is easy because everybody needs MFR, yes, everyone can benefit from MFR, but they are not all the correct fit for you. And if you can narrow down your ideal client and speak directly to them, you get to work with the people that you love and that you enjoy the most. And also you get to cut through the clutter of wherever you're speaking to these people and speak directly to them. I think that's what matters the most in how to get your message across. Like for me, I'm a life coach for John Barnes trained myofascial release therapists. Like you could not have a tinier niche. I don't know any other life coaches out there that are dedicated only to people who have ever been trained by John Barnes, right? I could also be a general life and business coach that works with everyone. But how would you as an MFR therapist find me if I did not decide ahead of time that that's who I work with? How would all people with low back pain that live in La Crescent, Minnesota, find me if I didn't speak to people with low back pain? If I didn't on my website have some sort of tagline or some sort of messaging that let people know that I work with people with low back pain, maybe they think myofascial release has to do with their face. I don't know if I had a dime for every time someone was like, oh yeah, myofascial release, it's for your face, right? I had a dime for all the people that think it has to do with their face. Like I would, I might have a lot of money to start adding that up. Just because you pick a certain group of people to talk to does not mean that you, if someone calls you for an appointment, you then don't say, Hey, do you fit into my ideal niche? And you don't, well, then I'm not going to treat you. I mean, you definitely have that as an option, but what if you had such a strong message out there and you really knew what you wanted to do and who you wanted to treat and you you knew you were convicted that you could help them, that because of that strong conviction and belief that you had, that you can then attract all of those people to you. That is really what happens. You're putting out this rainbow BO, rainbow body odor, smells delicious, and it attracts all of the people with low back conditions to your office because that's your favorite. Or you love working with healthy athletes that are trying to get a competitive edge. You help them with myofascial release. Just by saying, I help strong and healthy athletes gain a competitive edge by eliminating chronic pain conditions and getting them back to a pain-free and active lifestyle, like you're going to attract athletes. I work with pregnant mothers and postpartum mothers to eliminate urine leaks, 
balance their pelvises and deliver strong, healthy babies, whatever it is. Like you just get to decide who you love working with and how you help them. And the less you worry about it sounding really good. And the more you just like keep putting phrases and slogans out there, like write them on a whiteboard or write them on a piece of paper and just keep saying it all the different ways you help people and all the different people you love to help. And then start circling the ones that you like more and then just refine it even more. Tell it to 10 people. I help blah to do blah. You don't ever really have to say how you do it, how you help them. Because that gets you into like a whole nother set of weeds is how to talk about myofascial release so that people listen to you and they don't shut their brains off and stop listening to you. So again, the phrase is, I help insert your ideal client to achieve, insert the results that you're able to provide for people. Your ability to communicate about MFR and what you can provide to your patients is key to not only your success, but most importantly, the success of your clients. Your client does not necessarily care about what MFR is, but they do care about what results they can get by coming to you and getting your care. Once you can get crystal clear on what those results are, that's the first step. I help my ideal client to achieve these results. This is going to vary, obviously, from therapist to therapist. I'm going to give you some more examples, okay? I help busy psychiatrists maintain their heavy schedules by eliminating migraines and body pain so they can continue to show up for their patients. I help women ages 40 through 60 to stay active by reducing back and neck pain so they keep weight off, keep up with their children and grandchildren, and feel good throughout their day. I help patients with chronic pain reduce their need for pain medication by eliminating the source of their pain through the use of MFR. Reduced pain meds help you to be more present in your life and allow for more regular bowel movements and also helps you to feel good again. The more you practice saying these things, the easier it becomes and it just becomes what you do, what you are and what you do. The more time you take to write this down and to stop being confused about it or making it hard the easier it is going to be for you to communicate to your patients and your patients are going to find you when they click on Google or they click on your website and they see right at the top of the page who you help and the results that you get for people, they're going to either instantly decide like you can help them or they're going to be like, I have no idea what this person does and just keep scrolling. I see that a lot over and over again on MFR websites. It's talking about fascia right away. It's talking about MFR. It's talking about cellular levels. It's talking about things that people don't understand yet, how that relates to them and the condition that they have. What is in it for them to continue to read that information? What if you just boiled it down to two sentences? I help blah to do blah. I help blank to do blank. Instantly at the top of the page, people are going to be able to see like, oh yeah, this person helps me. I have back aches. I have chronic back pain. This person is going to help me. 
And then you can also go on to, in smaller print to say like all the other conditions you treat, but you specialize in, you know, the back pain or whatever it is that you do. Okay. You're not limiting yourself. You're just getting really clear and talking to a specific set of people with this specific problem. Over time, people are going to have such great results. They're going to talk about it and word of mouth is going to get out and they're going to give you reviews and other people are going to hear about it. And pretty soon, the thing that just happens with MFR therapists is word of mouth fills your schedule. And if you get really good at telling people what results they can expect and then providing those results with them working together, people want more and more. And then they tell their friends and then they tell the people they work with and those people tell their friends and so on and so forth. That's just how it goes. And this isn't just for some therapists and you have to live in a big city for this to work out for you. This is the case for wherever you are, whatever you're charging and whatever your skill level is. If you can create the confidence within yourself to already decide that you can help a certain subset of people, that's step one. Step two is getting your message out there. Step three is the clients coming in. Step four is rebooking them. And step five is the fully booked schedule. I hope this is helpful. I know you guys can figure this out. And when you do, boom, things are going to take off. Your messaging is going to be so clear, crystal clear. There is no degree that's required to read through the information to figure out if it works for me or not. Like the answers are right there. It's very clear. Make your messaging clear. Figure out who you help. Don't be so focused on how you help them. Focus on who you help And what do you help them overcome? What are they able to do because you've helped them? Stick on that track and you cannot go wrong. All right, everybody, have a great week and I'll see you next time on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.